0: When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Merry meet and welcome to a new lunar cycle. This podcast is coming out exactly when the new moon is and this is a new moon in Virgo. Now Virgo, of course, is the sign of health and well-being. And with the tradition here on the Blessed Journey, we've pulled some oracle cards to look at what guidance we have from Mother Earth and all her companions to guide you through the next lunar cycle and focusing a little bit with our health and our well-being. Now, I got a new deck. It's another animal deck. And we talk a lot about crystals and essential oils because they're two of my big loves. But animals are my third love. And this new deck is by Colette Baron Reed. It's called the Animal Spirit Oracle. Um, so I've mixed that up with my trusty favourite um, Animal Kin Oracle by Sarah Wilder, who's over in Queensland. Um, So I've got a bit of a mix of the two um, in here. So I'm going to read these today. We're going to look at the guidance the animal would offer in general, but also maybe by looking at the environment or what's important to that animal, maybe one of the different ways that you can up-level your health as well. Because what we want to do during a new moon in Virgo is we want to look at, okay, what new things can I bring into being, into my life, to up-level my health and my well-being in one way or another. So... New moons are obviously times for reflection, recalibration, realignment, and then starting new intentions. So, Virgo new moon, let's get some new healthy habits up and rolling. So, as per tradition, we're going to start with the sign of the new moon, and it is Virgo. So, Virgos, you got the beautiful butterfly as your guidance for this coming lunar cycle. And, of course, we know butterflies to be very transformational. So, when we're looking at life and when we're looking at health and well-being... There's a sign that it would be great for you to go through some type of transformation or this is a transformational time. Now, one thing I like to point out between the difference between a frog and a butterfly, which are probably our best two known transformational animals. They transform from the caterpillar or the tadpole into their final stage. What's the difference? Well, a tadpole simply grows legs and evolves and hops out of the water. A butterfly, however... Must spin itself into the cocoon and go into the darkness. And there it is said that it becomes mush. It kind of becomes, <laughs> it's got a globular mess. I'd love to know what happens inside there and see that for, you know, in, in real life. But after that happens, they must push their way out of that darkness. If you help a butterfly out of its cocoon, it doesn't build the strength in its wings to be able to take off. So you must never help someone out. So, what happens is for a butterfly to transform, it must get rid of, it must face the darkness, it must be honest with itself, must be real with itself, and it must get out of that. So, how does that relate to your life? Well, first of all, Virgos, if there's anything that you've been avoiding and you want to kind of move on from it, you've got to face it, you've got to deal with it, you've got to have that conversation. You can't just kind of walk away or sweep it under the rug. If we're looking at health and well being, then what I'd be looking at here is what needs to. Have you got a bad habit that you just know that you need to face, that you need to admit to, that maybe, okay, I'm eating too much. I'm not exercising. There's a bit of a need to be honest with yourself. If you can be honest with yourself and tackle this thing or issue that's challenging your health in one way or another, then you're going to be able to transform. But what I would suggest is not just go, okay, well, I eat snacks during the day that I shouldn't do, and maybe they're too sugary. Don't just go, I need to stop that. The butterfly wants you to go deep into the darkness and look at why are you doing that? Why do I have that need to eat sugar at that time of the day? Am I not eating a good lunch? Am I not eating nutritional food? All these different types of things we want to kind of dive into and explore of the why you have built the habits you have. Understand them, embrace them and work out how can you love yourself a little bit more to actually overcome them in that way. So lean into the butterfly, feel your wings open, feel that lightness. You know, I find it amazing and I slip into bad health habits, especially with food, sometimes with sleep or exercise and or overworking. And I feel heavy. And I know when I get back into my healthy habits, I feel free. I feel like that butterfly. I feel a lot lighter. I can flit around a lot more easily in that way. So Virgos, I hope that will help you in what to focus on in the next coming lunar cycle moving on now to liberans and liberans you got the koi fish now the koi fish especially in japan is seen as a auspicious animal as being very lucky and very much about good fortune and abundance and when i read the card here it says there is always enough so i would say Libra that you've got a good month ahead look forward to that overall and with your health and well-being Just make sure that when we, you know, sometimes I know in the world at the moment, things are getting more expensive, the cost of living is going up, inflation's rising in many countries around the world because of where we're at right now. And sometimes what we tend to do is we tend to scrimp and cut back on different things. And I know I was listening to a news report on on one of our major supermarkets here in Australia. And they said that people are spending less on groceries, but they're still buying the same amount of items. But things like cheap noodles are being purchased, like two-minute noodles and different things like that. What came straight to me as soon as this card came up for you, Liberals, is don't shortcut on your health. Don't cut corners on your health. Find enough money to look after that. Because as we know, think about the last time that you were sick as a dog. Now, it doesn't matter when you are feeling lousy and can't get out of bed, how great your house is, or your car is, or your partner, or your kids, or all of your relationships. You don't care about any of that when you don't have your health. So I believe that our health is our number one priority, and we should always put it first. And so make sure if you need to cut corners, don't do it to cut down on your health. Now, that's saying if you need to, you know, maybe the gym membership's getting a bit too expensive, so you have to get rid of that but don't let that stop you from exercising and then you need to work out okay well how am I going to get that same result in a home gym or you know there's some great videos on YouTube and I'm sure other social networks as well that will go through how to have a workout at home using things like cans of food and broomsticks and all these different things as well so there's always enough to be healthy is the message I want to give you don't shortcut on your health. Make sure you're giving yourself what your body needs so that you can give your best to the world. Liberians, you're such giving people. You give so much to every other people. Make sure that you're giving to your body so that your body is at its best state so that your heart, your head, and your spirit are feeling their best and you shine brightest in the world. Moving on to Scorpio and... Well, they say laughter is the best medicine. and Scorpio, you got the kookaburra. The kookaburra, you know, the kookaburra, I live in an area where kookaburras live. And so I hear them from time to time. It's really interesting. You know, obviously animals, when they offer us guidance, they can appear in different ways. They can appear physically if they happen to live in the area. Um, But also you shouldn't just say, you know, if you walk through a city each day for work and you see pigeons, are the pigeons giving you a message? Not necessarily if you just glance at them. But if one catches your eye, then possibly it is. And I find the same with the kookaburra. I hear them occasionally, but there are poignant times when I notice myself either thinking negatively or getting really serious, really adulty. And I hear the kookaburra and they're laughing. And this is the key message of the kookaburra, of just laugh a little bit more. Bring a bit more joy into your life. One of the best signs of longevity and living a long, healthy life is the relationships that we have. So making sure that they are joyous, that they are happy, that we're having fun and enjoying our relationships is actually good for our health. Now, the other interesting thing about a kookaburra, why does a kookaburra laugh? This Australian bird does this to declare, it's a territorial call. It's saying, this is my area, don't you dare come in, other kookaburras. And when we laugh, we are basically saying, I'm not allowing anything bad to come in. They, you know, if you remember the good old the movie, The Secret or the documentary, whatever you want to call it, they talk about how someone who had cancer focused purely on having fun and laughing and watching comedy movies all the time and really lifting their elevation. And for you, Scorpio, right now, that would be my focus. Rather than any of the other things we've talked about so far or what we'll talk about for the rest of this podcast, Is how can you bring more laughter in? Think about, for example, what entertainment are you going to be indulging in in the next week? Is there any comedy in there? Now, yes, I very much love the the more heart-pulling kind of um, entertainment and more dramatic kind of thing, things that really get the emotions going. But sometimes we need something absolutely hilarious. And for you, that's what's come up. So I'd really recommend you lean into that, uh, Scorpio. Okay, moving on to our Sagittarians. And Sagittarians, you got the buffalo or the American bison. So the first thing that came through for me on this is what health practice would be really good for you, getting outside and doing a bit of grounding or earthing. So being a heavy animal and very connected to the earth as a mammal as well, and a migratory animal that has to be in tune with the earth, how often have you spent time outside nature? And what grounding or earthing is, is when we actually take off our shoes and we stand on the natural earth. Negative ions, negative ions are the good ones. Positive ions are the bad ones. (laughs) Just to confuse us a little bit, but negative ion, there's a negative ion exchange between us and the earth, and this can be really, really healthy. So, if you can make a practice of five to ten minutes each day of getting out there barefoot and standing on natural earth or grass or whatever that land may be, will be really great. Now, you may need to go to a park and just sit there and take your shoes off. Just get your shoes off wherever you can. Now, when we wear especially rubber shoes, that insulates us from the negative ions of the earth. Leather-soled shoes are better, but bare feet are absolutely best. So being mindful of your feet and your footwear would be really, really great. The other thing is, with bison being a, um, a migratory animal, they have to rely on knowing the earth, listening to the earth, knowing where to go, listening to that calling from Mother Earth. And so overall, Sagittarian, I feel there's a real need to get back to how can we be more in harmony with the earth and bring more natural things in with your food that you're eating? Are you eating natural food gifted from the earth or are you eating food like items and stuffs? Are you breathing fresh air? Are you using natural products around your home that are gifted from nature again rather than things that are artificial? So start to listen to your body and start to listen to the earth. Take some time outside, barefoot on the earth, and lean into the teachings of the bison or the buffalo and see where that takes you. Moving on to Capricorn. Capricorn, you also, I think, need to do a bit of grounding earthing. You've got the wombat. So the wombat obviously is a Australian mammal, big, heavy Australian mammal, one of our biggest, very tough and very resilient. It's interesting. They actually have quite a, um, a tough rump. And when they're being hunted by something like a dingo, what they'll do is they'll actually bury themselves or burrow into um, a, a burrow I guess you'd say um, into a hole and the dingoes just can't seem to they can't pull them out because they just can't grab anything on their rump they don't really have a tail or anything that can pull them out and they're just really resilient they've got that real groundedness energy about them so capricorns a bit of grounding for you would be good a bit of resilient getting in with the earth getting that earthing would be really great for you as well but wombats also have a bit of an energy because they borrow, they explore. So I would do some, some learning about um, health a little bit more. One really exciting thing that is happening at the moment is in September each year, doTERRA has a global convention when they launch their new products. And they have a brand new product range coming out. Now, this product range is called MetaPower. And you'll hear me talking a lot about this on socials over the next few weeks, in a couple of months. Really amazing um it's not just an essential oil there is some herbal supplements and some things you add to your water and we've got like some top class marine collagen we've got things with um nmn which is what our body requires to create energy but stops creating it around the age of 25 so it's got some great longevity energy stopping you from slumping um there's things in there stop your fat cells from growing bigger um whole range of different things people are reporting those that are kind of trialing it at the moment they're feeling more energetic they're losing weight they're um, feeling more vibrant with the collagen their skin's looking better all the different things and so meta power if you'd like to know more about it anyone not just the capricorns shoot me a line and i've got you know information sessions coming up and a whole range of different things as well but capricorns for you it might be great for you to really dive in and And looked into something about health that would interest you more. Maybe you've always wanted to learn, okay, well, what's this about intermittent fasting? Or what's this about, um, you know, eating for your body type? Or what's this about the benefits of this type of exercise or yoga or whatever it may be? Capricorns, what have you been interested in? Capricorns, you're renowned for being a bit book smart and intelligent and loving and valuing knowledge. And the fact that the wombat, who is a burrower, so that he goes digging and looking and exploring, uh, kind of indicates that some exploration into health and well-being could be really good. And over this weekend, it doesn't have to be epic, but grab a book, get online, whatever you want. But can you make a new discovery that would benefit your health? That's kind of what I'm getting wombat wants you to know right now, Capricorn. Aquarius, for you came the crow. Now, the crow and the raven are seen as messengers from spirit from the other side, from the other realms. If you watch Game of Thrones in the past or any of those medieval movies, you would have seen them using crows and ravens as the you know messengers, sending messages here, there and everywhere. I still don't know how they actually did that, but very impressed. But they're also seen as being appearing in our lives when we have a message from spirit to receive. They're basically like the inbox for spirit. Um, so for you Aquarians right now, what I'm really feeling is for your health overall, it's about that like meditation, connecting back with your spirituality, uh, maybe giving your mind a bit of a rest. Aquarians are very cerebral, very in their mind and thinking a lot and what's the best and how should I do this and that type of thing. Make sure that you're actually looking after your brain health. And that's not necessarily with, you know, yes, we want to make sure that we're managing a, a, eating a good diet that's good for our brain and all those different types of things as well. But also just, just like a car, if you run a car 24-7, probably that will wear and tear it. Just give yourself a break. Meditation would be really great right now. Or what do you need to connect to your spirituality? Sometimes that can just be laying on a couch and listening to some music that really touches you and really moves you, maybe popping some crystals on. Maybe it might just be sitting with your essential oils and and playing with them and making making a roller blend of whatever you're inspired to do. But the fact that crows come up suggests, you know, being a black animal as well, they work very much like black crystals and they absorb unwanted energy and take that away. So I kind of feel, Aquarius, that you kind of... I'm not worried, I'm not trying to freak you out, but that there may be some negativity around you in your health and well being. And I feel that it's more mentally or in the head, more than um, you know, negative thoughts, getting stressed, overwhelmed, thinking too much, going down the wrong path, not being realistic, something like that type of thing. And that's why Coral Raven has shown up to just go, hold on, let's get our mind feeling really healthy right now and, and really in check let's go get outside and get some fresh air because remember crows and ravens being birds they're associated with the element of air and fresh air is really really important did you know it is healthier to be standing on the side of a busy freeway than it is to be sitting in your own home in the um, way of air quality Because the amount of plastics and petrochemicals we have in our homes, in our clothing, in our carpets, in our paints on our walls, in everything. And, you know, the average home and some of the dangerous products that they're cleaning their home with um, that seem nice and clean at the supermarket, but normally do have some additions that aren't good. All that we're breathing in. Get the windows open, get outside and get some fresh air. Get some fresh air for your lungs and for your overall physical well-being, but get some fresh air to get some perspective and listen to what the universe is trying to tell you. When we slow down, we notice the synchronicities and we can then follow the guidance of the spirit. So there's six of our signs. We're going to take a short break and then we're going to jump on down and get the last six through as well. And let's find out what animal messengers have come for you. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. This podcast has come out just a little bit early, half a day early, because I've released it exactly when we hit the new lunar cycle. It is the new moon in Virgo, and whenever the new moon is in a sign, it is a time to stop, contemplate, consider, and check in with the different aspects of our lives. And with it being in Virgo, Virgo is the sign of the healer. It's about our physical well being, but also remember that Mercury is the ruler of Virgo, and Mercury is very cerebral. So it's also about looking at the mind body connection and how our thoughts and how we think and our attitude to life often has an impact on our physical well being as well. So we're pulling oracle cards, we're hanging out with the animals and the animal guidance today, and that's going to give us a bit of general life information for each of the zodiac signs, but also. A bit of health guidance as well so we just finished off with Aquarius so we're going to Pisces Aquarians of course got the crows and the ravens and Pisces well you've got a big powerful bird as well you got the eagle so the eagle is very much you know seen to be a messenger of the gods eagles fly high high up in the um, sky and are said to be you know closest to the heavens And so eagles are really, really beautiful animals to teach us to rise above it all. So for you Pisces, there's two things that come through. First of all, it's definitely a sign to up level, to be your best self and have a think about all the different things that I've been kind of mentioning. So sleep, water, drinking water, eating natural foods, exercising, getting fresh air, getting sunlight, getting good sleep, all these different things. Are really, really important for our health. Are there any of them that you can up level, that you can kind of soar and kick butt on and do really, really well, like an eagle? Really zone in on them and focus on what those healthy things are. If you think about an eagle, they're obviously a hunter and they have this eagle eyed vision, and what they can do is they kind of zone right in and go, Right, that's what I want, and they fly at it. So get really kind of um focused on what's healthy for you and eliminate things that aren't. Just Don't even let them come into your sphere. When an eagle is hunting, they're only looking for what they're going to eat and what's going to be for their best and their overall well-being. I want you to do the same in that way. Then the other thing that kind of comes to mind is also relationships and the health of our relationships are really, really important. I've been doing some education. doTERRA's been rolling out lots of great information and um, education on this new MetaPower release. And I've been attending lots of different classes and listening to doctors and other experience experts and so on, and learning heats. And one of the, they're talking about the things that help with longativity, us to live longer and to live healthier into our later years of our life. And one of those key, most important components is healthy relationships. So Pisces, my question to you is, are you scratching around with the chicken or are you flying around with the eagles? Are all the relationships in your life beneficial for you? Or, do you need to lift your wings and fly out of a few situations in that way now obviously when we look at life there may be jobs that you're in at the moment or there may be family members or different scenarios where you can't get away from all the chickens you have got to deal with them sometimes but make sure that you are taking some time to fly with the eagles to be around people that lift you up that support you that love you that want to see you shine and to fly high rather than being scratching around on the ground looking for the, you know, the scraps of life in that way. So I think for you, it's about lifting and elevating your physical health, zoning in on what's good for you and what you need for your body to be at its best, but also making sure that the relationships that you're giving your most energy and that are nurturing you the most are really lifting you up in one way or another okay aries you're up and you got the deer now really interesting that you got the deer because the key word for the deer is gentleness and that real grace and being gentle and obviously when we're looking at our health we often feel like oh we've got to push more or do more and aries you are a fire sign it said that you love your adventure you love that stimulation you love to kind of go 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 and the fact that the deer's come up is maybe looking at like How do you really listen to your body and what does your body need? You know, I notice sometimes my partner goes to the gym every single day and I'm often like, do you need to go every single day and and do this kind of rigorous workout? Maybe your body just needs some days to recover occasionally. And I'm kind of feeling this kind of message coming through for you right now, Aries, is with your health, are you pushing your body too much? Sometimes we need to do more. But sometimes we need to do less and just bring in that balance. Remember, it's about getting that nice ebb and flow. So do you need more rest? Do you need to be a bit more gentle? Do you need to go a little bit lighter? Maybe if you go to yoga, I love yoga, but I always go on a Sunday to yin yoga. Now, if you're not familiar with what yin yoga is... I remember the first time I went to yin yoga, I thought, this is pathetic. (laughs) The teacher doesn't know any moves. Um, But basically what happens with yin yoga is rather than kind of doing flows and all the different um, postures that you may associate with a normal yoga class, what you actually do is you go into normally a stretch position and hold it for around three minutes. So it's very like, it's kind of a, if you were to watch a class and be really kind of um, arrogant about it, you'd kind of go... Basically, all you do is lay, lay on the ground and roll around every three minutes and change position. You might as well be doing it in bed, but it's a bit more than that. And it is really nice and really nourishing and really nurturing too. And I kind of feel Aries, maybe something a bit more gentle, whether it be some yin yoga, maybe it be um, some meditation, whether it be getting some more sleep would be really great for you. I'm also going to pop you on a prescription of earthing and grounding as well get your shoes off and on the ground when we look at a deer you know especially the male deers the stags they have their feet solidly on the ground they're a big strong animal and their antlers reach up to the heavens so can you kind of ground yourself between the heaven and the earth as well allow yourself to meditate bring that real energy in in other kind of greater teachings of deer Dear often teaches us that gentleness is the key right now. So whether that being gentle with yourself, gentle with a situation or another person, sometimes a gentle nudge can be more powerful than a shove. We know when we go in, guns are blazing, people get their back up, they get against the wall and they get defensive. Can you be a bit more gentle? And also the other thing I want to pop in there as well, just a side thought. For your health practices and for your life overall, Deer often reminds us to be gentle upon the earth. Is there anything you can do that would lessen your ecological impact or negative impacts on the natural environment? If there is, deers actually come towards you to just kind of give you that little note as well. Taurus. Now, Taurus, you are renowned for being the sign of the senses. What do I mean by that? That Taurus tend to love things that look good, smell good, taste good, smell uh, i said smell um sound good and feel good so they're really sensually orientated in that way if you're trying to impress a taurus give them a massage and in fact a massage would be really great for you if you are a taurus so book one in they're always good for everyone coming from someone who used to be a professional massage therapist but the animal that actually came uh for you is the bee now what i love about bees is that obviously they collect honey from flowers so when a bee is flying around a plant, does it just land anywhere? No, it goes to the sweet spot. It goes to the flower. So bees teach us to always look for the sweetness in life, for the sweetness in, um, in opportunities or in situations. So first of all, what I really want you to lean into, Taurus, is I want you to lean into a bit of your intuition, a bit of your inner knowing on what is right for you. I really believe that there is no one size fits all when it comes to health and well-being but getting to know your body how your body works and this can be going in as depth as you know working with a really great naturopath or a doctor getting blood tests working on what you need working out with you know all the different um, there's so many different health professionals out there that you may be called to work with doesn't mean you need to work with them all. Well. that can actually help you to know your body and understand what your body needs one thing I want to say on top of that is, yes, there are those professionals that tell us what we need and, and can say that, but always come back to how does that really feel for yourself? If your doctor saying you can't eat tomatoes, but for some reason when you eat tomatoes you feel better, as long as there's no reason why it's like artificially stimulating you like a Red Bull, I'm just making that up, tomatoes don't do that. But do you know what I mean? You want to look at, okay, what, how can I bring the sweetness into my life? With you towards the fact that your, your central your nature came in. I'm gonna really encourage you to make sure that you are, you know, our surroundings have an impact on our well-being, physically and mentally. So make sure that maybe tidy up the house and make the house feel nice and nice and appealing to look at. Get your essential oils on. Have you been diffusing your essential oils? Make sure you're diffusing oils that smell delightful. Really savour your food and be conscious of the food that you're Um, eating and make sure that it is nourishing your body and energizing your body overall one really interesting thing i learned about sugar this week is when we have higher blood sugar levels that increases the amount of cortisol and that basically increases the rusting of our body rusting as in the oxidization so just like a, a car being left out in the weather when we've got got too much sugar it basically causes that rusting within our body similar to leaving a car outside does that make sense i hope so Um, so really bring in um, what's going to delight you and look for the good stuff and again bees don't land on poo that's what flies do bees land on the sweet stuff so for you it's about being selective Taurus of what's good for you and leaning into that what's good for your health lean into that my fellow Geminis we've got the wolf so generally wolves, you know, I could definitely relate to the wolf and I gave a presentation recently where I talked about being a lone wolf and a lot of people can go, yes, I'm a lone wolf and I go out there and I do it all by myself and that's how I succeed. But what does a wolf do when it runs into trouble or if it finds prey or, you know, that type of thing? It will howl and it will call the pack towards them or it will rejoin the pack. And so wolf is very much about, yes, you can be a solo, but you're... Basically, you go out there, you gather information to come back for the benefit of all. Interestingly, on these cards that are made by Colleen Barron-Reed, um, there's it says wolf spirit. And then underneath that, it actually has um, a little, just a phrase. And this phrase for the wolf spirit is turning knowledge into wisdom. So, Geminis, we know so much. We love diving in and studying and exploring and learning all these different things. It's one of our, you know, our great traits. But what I'm kind of asking is, are you learning things and are you applying them? And then also, maybe, can you bring that to the benefit of other people as well? Have you learned anything that you could share with people? Could you educate them? Now, I'm not saying you need to do it as a profession. It could just be up in conversation. Feel comfortable to share what you know about health and well-being. Hey, share this podcast with people you know. Um, Do whatever you need to do to make sure that benefiting the group also i want you to look a little bit gemini's at the group dynamics in your life right now making sure that everyone is benefiting are your groups healthy are they benefiting you um or are sometimes say dragging you down as well that's just a message that came through from wolf um to pass on to some of the gemini's as well um you know being aware of what you're eating i feel is really important for you right now looking at um eating cleaner. Um, would be really helpful for you as well right now, Geminis. On to Cancerians. Cancerians, you got Dolphin. So very similar to like the Kookaburra that came up for Scorpio. It seems the Water Signs, right now, Water Signs, we need you to kind of cheer up and have a bit more fun. One of the great things about Dolphins is how playful they are. And on this card by Sarah Wilder, the Dolphin, underneath that, it says play. And I really want to lean into that view, Cancerians, because you are that beautiful, nourishing, nurturing uh, sign. You bring that motherly energy, that moon energy, that lunar energy into your life and into the lives of those around you. But make sure that you're having a bit of fun. Make sure that you're lightening up in that way. The dolphins are said to be one of the most intelligent animals on this planet, and they have time for play. So even as an adult, they have time for play probably something that as adults we forget to do as much as play in a joyous fun way so i think that's going to be really important for you cancerians also with dolphins being a water animal if you are a water lover i think that's going to be really beneficial for you to get down to the to the lake or to the river um, dance in the rain get into the ocean go for a swim in the ocean that's going to be really beneficial for you as well but i'm also getting a bit of a message about water and making sure that you're drinking enough water, high quality water, or the liquids that you're taking in are good for you. You know, occasionally we all like a bit of an alcoholic drink or sometimes we, you know, a sugary drink from time to time. But don't make those habits. Really can you um, lean in to what what liquids you're bringing into your body are nourishing you as well. Not stimulating you, but nourishing you. As a side note, on a tangent, I was listening to another podcast this week. And apparently, from what they've learned, um, if you wait an hour to drink your coffee or have your caffeine in the morning, then it can actually have a far better effect than drinking it within the first hour. So just a little side note, um, I'm not a coffee drinker, so I can't talk about my own experiences there. But that's just something I heard that I found interesting. But with dolphin, you know, dolphins are very much about... We learn through life, through playing, through having that light attitude, that curious attitude. That's how kids learn how the world works. It's how they learn about relationships. It's how they come up with new ideas. It's how they flex their imagination. And as adults, we tend to not play. And so we lose that fun and that joy and that creativity and that ability to get through life and navigate through life and find new solutions through our play. So dolphins come in to just remind you to play a little bit more Cancerians. On to our Leos, our big-hearted Leos, and you've got another big-hearted animal. You didn't get the lion. You've got the cow. Now, the cow may not seem like, you know, oh, wow, that's an awesome animal to have, but is revered in many different cultures around the world. This is the sign of the mother. The cow is the nourisher, the nurturer. And, you know, when you think that cows are so valuable in some cultures, um, you know, financially, religiously, spiritually all these different ways and when we think about cows they offer their bodies for us to have meat we take their milk for us to have that as a form of sustenance and they give that and you know a really just another tangent i'm off on tangents this morning um is i was listening to i did this great online course about animism which was um a gentleman by the name of Daniel Foote, who has spent much of his life with um, indigenous cultures and First Nation, First Nation cultures around the world and looking at their approach to eating animals and spirituality overall kind of thing. But there's a really interesting one in, um, in talking about what we do with animals and eating animals and that type of thing, which really kind of opened up my eyes to a different perspective. First of all, remember that many people in the uh, more indigenous cultures that live more in harmony with the land don't just see us as having consciousness. They see animals having a consciousness, but also plants, crystals, rivers and lakes. So then part of the discussion was about, OK, well, then if a vegetarian isn't eating meat because it's cruel to that animal, then what are you doing when you're eating plants? Because they have a consciousness. And maybe they're experiencing that as well. But then also, we believe that we come onto this earth for a purpose, and there is a few select animals that have become animals that we eat for nourishment as well. And there was a discussion and a belief that maybe these animals find that actually a privilege and an honor to give their bodies to nourish us. So not saying that that's right or wrong, just passing on this knowledge that i Obtained myself and found really interesting. Of maybe, okay, well, we have this attitude of that's cruel to the animal, but are we asking the animal? And I remember Daniel talking about this time where um, they they have to eat an animal, but they actually spend a lot of time bonding with it and connecting with it and hearing the messages of that animal. And that was kind of what he was getting that the animal was willing and wanted to offer its life, just as you know we say we would give our lives to protect our children. Or maybe animals give their lives to honor us as what to support us to make a bigger difference in the world and to be the caretakers of the world or something like that. Not saying right or wrong. Hope that's not upsetting anyone who's a vegetarian or a vegan. But for me, who's been um, mainly plant based for a long time now, that really just kind of brought a different perspective in, which I thought was interesting and worth kind of toying around with your head in that way. Anyway, I <laughs> digress. Leos are like, hey, it's all about us, isn't it? Well, let's get back to you. The fact that cows come through, again, grounding is going to be really great, but this is the thing about nourishing. You need to look at some, how do you nurture and nourish yourself? Are you giving too much right now? What does your body need? And I would suggest with any of the mammals that have come up today, anyone who got a mammal needs to do that, that earthing and that grounding barefoot on the earth each day. And Leo, if you can take some time to do that, in the sun would be brilliant for you as well, since it's your ruling celestial body. But without getting burnt or anything like that, of course, being sensible, but a bit of sunlight's going to be really good for you, Leo. A bit of grounding for you is going to be great. And then I just want you to ask you, what would nourish your body? I want us all to think about the fact that as spiritual people and holistic people, our body impacts Uh, well, our body and the well-being of our body and the state of our body impacts our journey on this planet. If our body is aching and in pain and causing us trouble, that really disrupts our journey and we can't be our best version of ourselves. So honoring our body, being proactive with our health care. So this is why I use so many essential oils and supplements and natural products, not because I have a health issue, but because I don't want to get health issues. I want to make sure that my journey continues to be quite cruisy and not inhibited by physical issues and pain and inflammation and things like that. So, Leo, what I'm asking you to do is how can you nourish and nurture yourself a little bit more to care for yourself, to make sure that you stay top of your game in one way. And the cow really comes in to make sure that we mother ourselves, that we nourish ourselves, so we're at our best, so we can give our best to the world. And that is 12 signs of the zodiac. Take some time. As I always say, on a new moon, it's really great to just go and do a cup of tea meditation. Sit outside, ideally by yourself, at night, in silence. Sip a cup of tea. It takes about 20 minutes for it to cool down and you get it down. Don't go scalding yourself. And just think about maybe the things I've talked about today. Maybe something resonated with you or didn't resonate with you. What If you want to do a meditation, close your eyes and visualize that animal around you. And if that animal could speak directly to you, obviously, each time I've gone through each of the 12 signs, I'm talking to one twelfth of the listenership. So which bits can you take out of that? But maybe you can get an extra message from that animal as well. You knew what animal wants to talk to you right now. So when we're talking to an animal as well, in this kind of sense, we're talking to the global consciousness of that species of what that animal would teach us in, in that world. Because humans, we see ourselves as superior species. But we're the only ones that have to hide away from the weather. Every other animal can be out there and grin and bear it and they're absolutely fine. Maybe cats and dogs are a little bit wimpy these days as well, but, you know, overall. So what can we look to in the animal kingdom from lessons on how to survive on this earth? And, you know, some animals take their time. The sloth encourages us to slow down, whereas the cheetah is very much about get out there and do it right now. Act right now. And each serves them in different ways at different times and we can take that guidance as well. So if you're wondering where does animal guidance come up from, it can come from something like this where we're playing with oracle cards. Yes, I tend to hear a kookaburra occasionally if I'm getting a bit too serious, but obviously I'm not seeing lions and giraffes or elk or anything like that because they're just not native to where I live here in Australia. So how else could animals communicate with this? Now catch your attention in different ways. They may appear on signs, you know, you may be driving along and stop at a traffic light and the truck in front of you is an ice truck with the picture of a polar bear or a penguin, or maybe you see it on TV or something comes up on the algorithms of social media. Any of those things. Now, just because you see an animal doesn't mean it has a message for you. Not necessarily, but if it keeps coming up or if it gets you at a poignant moment or if kind of you, it really catches your attention, then I'd look into that and see what that animal is trying to teach you. The easiest way to do that, um, until you find a great book that you really enjoy, is I just love to um, Google that, and so if I was looking up for butterfly, I'd Google butterfly totem, and you'll find you know several websites, They'll you'll see mixed opinions on some points, but you'll find an overall trend and you'll see what resonates with you. So I think the animal kingdom has so much to teach us and so much to offer us to help us be the caretakers of this planet. I hope that I've given you a bit of guidance today. May you enjoy this beautiful next lunar cycle and I'll see you next week when we look at our forecast of what's going to be happening astrologically in September. Until then, take care of yourself and merry part. Thank you so much for joining me on the blessed journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes, and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram, as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.